1: Welcome to
0: the As Told by Nomads podcast, where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tayo Roxen. (laughs)
1: Welcome everybody to As Told by Nomads And today I have with me Hatane Patel um, If you don't know who he is, you better know who he is He's an artist extraordinaire who was born in Bolton To parents who emigrated from India Welcome to the show, Hatane. Thank you, thank you, good to be here Oh man, it, so I, I gotta tell you When I, um, your TED Talk, who am uh, I You know, it, again, is easily one of the best TED Talks that I've ever watched. In my opinion, oh, I, I, thanks, man. yeah, I remember I was watching it because I watch a lot of TED Talks. I was watching it in you know, uh, in bed in the middle of one of my projects, and I was like, wow, I uh, got, I got, I got to, I got to rewatch this because I couldn't believe what I'd seen because I'd, I'd seen you in your Indian, you know, looking garment. And then you yeah. had your translator come side by side, so I, d- I didn't know who was going to talk or what was going to say. Either. Yeah, sure. And then you start speaking, I think Mandarin. Is it Mandarin or Cantonese? It's Mandarin. Mandarin. Yeah. And then she starts translating what you're saying, and I'm like, "What? That was not yeah, what I was right. expecting. I was expecting maybe it, the the Mandarin to come from her because she, you know, she looked Chinese, and and maybe I don't know if you would do something in, in uh, you know, in an Indian dialect. And I was like, "Wow." That's completely different from what I was expecting, but then it spoke to what you are. You're obviously the title of what you're saying. Who am I? And, um, I, you know, I just, I just wanted to commend you in that, but it seems like you challenge a lot of common assumptions. Is that, is that correct?
0: Yeah, hopefully. I mean, um you know, it's kind of yeah. I guess that was the idea with, with with the opening of that TED talk. It's kind of uh you know, in terms of what do we see and what do we expect mm. uh, in, in terms of what voices or identities we see come from people. And I want to kind of, uh I guess, flip that on its head a bit. And I guess not, you know, not necessarily, not necessarily in a kind of a preachy way of, you know. Don't, don't judge me kind of thing but it's it's also you know a thing for myself you know I mean I, I do it as we you know it's human nature we all do it you know we as you say you know you see uh, uh someone who looks a particular way and you might expect a particular voice to come from them or a particular language and I think it's good to be reminded that you know particularly in our global society that you um, just these things don't just stand 100 percent true anymore
1: that's correct no I trust me I I, I get confused Several times for something, you know. Oftentimes, I live in New York City now, and they might confuse me as an okay. African American, or but sometimes when I'm around other people, my accent tends to shift. <laughs> uh, yeah, because yeah, but, I go in moments where it might be Nigeria, and I have a lot of family in England. Um, you know, I he- I heard somewhere that you might have a Manchester accent. Is that correct?
0: It's yeah. I mean, it's very close to there. It's it's a Bolton accent. So with Bolton, Bolton yeah. is just just kind of twenty minutes drive from Manchester. Um so it's 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 kind of in the same neighborhood.
1: Yeah no no I, and I agree and I I am so I'm so with you on how sometimes first impressions can mislead us. Uh so it can you, can you give us a background uh, of how you got started in the business? I know your parents emigrated or you know to to England and then it, the story just went on from there cuz I imagine you've had accent changes and in the times when you you had to evolve but you know yeah. it led you to art
0: yeah I mean you know my, my yeah my, my folks were, were born in uh, Kenya in Africa and um, and they uh, you know partly grew up in India uh, where where they where the heritage is from and then they moved to the UK and and I was born in Bolton and so <laughs> my, my you know my first language was uh, the Indian language of Gujarati mm. um, and so but at school you know I was the only brown kid there and and so you know there's kind of a lot of negative negative energy there a lot of racism and things so you know partly the first thing you start to do just through i guess survival and and self-defense in a way is, is trying to fit in um so you know went through a process of trying to lose my accent and learning english and um all of those things so i, I guess that was my first taster mm-hmm. uh of doing it um and then um yeah you just get as all kids do i think get entrenched into wanting to fit in
1: yeah
0: really. uh, so whether whether this is the accent uh you know the rhythm of how you talk what you talk about the way you look um and all of that and then you know i, I feel like that kind of continues or, or just for me anyway kind of throughout my life whether you know i, I moved to nottingham which is kind of um you know a 100 odd miles south of uh, Manchester to go to university and you meet all different kinds of people and you know it's it's kind of a every time you meet someone new it's it's a good uh, mirror up against yourself to kind of uh, check in with I guess who you are or who you want to be or uh, so it's, it's it's kind of an interesting place.
1: No, it, it's it's so true. I you know as as again as a son of a diplomat you hear a lot of times they you're called a third culture kid. So a third culture I don't know if you know that you're familiar with the term. Um, third mm-hmm. culture kid or tck so okay it's uh it basically means you spent the formative periods of your life outside a parent's culture so someone like me or a missionary kid or someone that just travels a lot would have his parents culture their culture and a mix of a bunch of all the cultures they have so defining home can be difficult sometimes right and yeah yeah and yeah, it, 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 it's it resonates to me with the accent thing cuz when i you know when i first moved to, to Burkina Faso, and I was in American International School, I, I remember I resonated with a statement you said. In, in NPR, you, you said uh, at one point you were, you were ashamed that you had an, 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 you spoke in an Indian you, you That's had some, right. Yeah, you spoke in the Indian dialect or you had an Indian um, language you were speaking. You were ashamed of something. At that.
0: Absolutely.
1: Right. And I, <laughs> and I remember being stuck uh, when, I w- when I was with the American School. Uh, I just thought, yep. Everybody sounded cooler than me because they sounded yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like, man, this, I just sound so pronounced. No, right. I, yeah, and I, I was ashamed of myself for thinking that I was inferior, but I felt inferior. I, yeah, I,
0: absolutely.
1: Isn't it crazy how accents sometimes can make can be a reflection of identity sometimes?
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, I mean, I mean, I guess you know, language in itself is really intrinsic of of a people, of a culture, of a of a history. Yeah. And so, whether it's, I think, a combination of accent and and the way that you say things and the vocabulary that you use, that's all sort of entrenched in language. I guess that that's not being part of that or that feeling kind of alien to you is partly what. Uh, you know, where, where this kind of ashamedness comes from, I think, or, and I think also comes from um, this idea that, you know, like with yourself and like with uh, me being in the UK, it's kind of, we have in our consciences that, that, you know, the West is uh, a superior place to where, to where we've come from. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I technically have not come from India, but, you know, you, you sort of have that mentality of sorts. Mm So, So I think part of that shame also comes from that, whether it's put on, whether it's kind of uh, something that comes from people or not, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's very unconscious sometimes, and it becomes pronounced the more you're around other people. And but like the next statement that you said, you know, you had said, imitating someone can reveal something unique, Um, and that Mm -hmm. I, I, I want you to speak on that. But that is so true. I found that out myself. The more I was trying to do that. Like I, I was saying, I just had this interesting blend of accents and stuff like that. But at some point, I, I stopped trying and I just okay. became myself <laughs> in an interesting way. I was like, you know what? This is just me. I am You've this got- interesting. Yeah, I'm the world citizen. I'm just going to be that. I'm not going to worry anymore. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, was was that like a, a one particular point, or you just sort of realized after a while that you'd kind of become more comfortable with it?
1: Well, it was so I had, you know, I left Nigeria, gone to an American international school in a French-speaking country, you know, started picking up all these cultural nuances, and then I was coming back to Nigeria. So when I came back yes. to Nigeria, I had this different accent, you know, I, I played several more sports, and then the right. conversation became, you're not Nigerian enough. And then I was like, uh, you know what? This is yeah. this is no. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Go. I was like, yeah. you, you're not gonna do this. I'm. Not, I was. I just told myself, Tyra, you can't constantly. I mean, there's one thing where you can adapt and and do it. Yeah. You know, for business, but it's not that if you if you feel like you have to change yourself every time. So I just, you know, I just let my my accent be whatever it is, and, and it slips here and there. But yeah. um I was like, you know, I have to learn how to just love myself for who I am and just accept that. I have an interesting background. It's a reflection of what I've done, and every country that I've been to is, you know, part of me, and it's a yeah. show. So, yeah. I'm yeah. curious about your story, though. Yeah, I mean, uh,
0: um, in terms of the the acceptance of uh, what those things are. Yeah, I mean. Um, it's it's funny i mean i i like yourself my my accent kind of slips and changes as well um depending i mean I, I live in london now so you know it's as it's like with new york it's such a cosmopolitan place that um you know you're not really uh around one particular accent a lot of the time if you like um there's people from all over but so you kind of my accent kind of um becomes uh not weaker, but um, less strong in terms yeah. of being a Northern accent. But, you know, the second I'm, I'm, I'm on the phone to my dad, <laughs> suddenly it's almost an immediate transformation without me realizing. And, you know, to, to the extent where someone will hear me on hear on the phone to my dad and I get off the phone and like, are you kidding me? Like, is that, <laughs> is, is that a joke? Was, are <laughs> you trying to make me laugh or something like that? Well, you know, you, you just don't realize you do it. Right. Uh, and, and I think part of... Um, I think less to do with um, settling on an accent or how to talk. I guess it's kind of, I guess happy with, yeah, probably similar to what you're saying in terms of you, you can become more comfortable with the idea that it doesn't just have to be one thing and that's okay. And uh, and I think the one the, the thing I like about it, not becoming being rigidly one thing in some ways is that um You know, I mean, I I used to think, you know, it should be exactly one thing all the time because then it should be like, you know, you know who you are, you're comfortable with it and this is what you are. But in terms of accents changing a bit or changing the cadence of how you speak or whatever, for for me, that's kind of an expression of empathy, um, you know, in terms of uh, kind of relating to who you're talking to a bit and kind of trying to listen to... Um, how they are and to you know it's about communication in my mind kind of uh, you know you kind of adapt uh, how you talk what you talk about uh, for how long or whatever depending on who you're talking to and, and what the situation is so it's kind of for me it feels like reading the situation and trying to find the best way to communicate in whatever, whatever place or situation you're in.
1: Absolutely I, I definitely think it's reading the situation and I, you know, I, I at one point began to see it as an advantage um being able yeah. to shift Just sometimes I was like, Oh, you know what? Wow, I could actually you know, go be that bridge in between several of these cultures, but I can listen to a to a Nigerian town di- dialect, I can listen to a British dialect, I could uh, you know, I could do the same with an African and I can fit in. And sometimes, you know, I think it's so interesting when like, like you, I, I wake up every morning knowing that I'm perceived as African American. And then mm-hmm. I would say I'm Nigerian, and I have looks on their faces like, wow, your English is great. Your English is fantastic. Yeah. And, I'm yeah. like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, we were colonized by England. But yeah. the, but we're like, wow, so good, so good. I, so I wake I, yeah. I up, I'm aware of that. And, and that doesn't even offend me. I remember when I was 17, when I first came to the States, I, I've said this on previous episodes, but um, one of my roommates... You know they were legitimately Fascinated with me being from Nigeria after I had Done like some convincing that I was And then he was asking me Lion King stories Uh, Like Lion do you have do you sleep with lions Do you stay in the hut do you talk like I'm like I I thought he was punking me at first but then Other people kept kept asking me the same questions Like you know Is it like the Lion King I'm like Yeah yeah (laughs) In East Africa, and that's just a fake. I was just, but I was fascinated that that yeah. was where they went to. So it's yeah, interesting. Of course. It is
0: fascinating. <laughs> no, and I, I, like you, I, I definitely consider it a massive advantage now. Um, you know, like I, I kind of, you know, the, the things that I was so annoyed at as a kid having the Indian Gujarati language. You know, I, I used to race bad. I, I used to go home and kind of crying to my mom and, and be angry at her that I wasn't white. Right, uh, right? And, you know, so having gone from that place to now, really appreciating so much that I grew up bilingual um, that I, I feel like it's kind of, uh, it is at the core of the way that I see the world now. Or, you know, there's something about growing up bilingual from the start that give, that sort of, um, I guess I talk about this a lot as well, but, but I feel like it embeds in you, from the very start, that there is more than one way to to communicate, to understand mm. something, to say something, to to see something, and you know, although you, do, you don't quite um, uh, understand it that way when you're growing up, yeah, I I, yeah. R- I really see it that way now, and and I think it's behind everything that I do now. Like you know, in terms of making artwork across different media, in mm. different art forms, in, enjoying different languages. Um, enjoying different ways to communicate with different kinds of people, I, I think the I think being bilingual and and being kind of having to be having been in a situation where I've been very sensitive to those things, I think it really informs uh, my outlook on life and the way I see the world now.
1: Absolutely, uh, and <coughs> you did a an interesting <laughs> experiment um, where you cut your hair. That's um, right. <laughs> yes, and you wanted. Yeah. To, we're, we're talking <laughs> of imitation here, so you wanted to imitate your dad. For a long period of time, yeah. and you filmed the progression. Can you talk to the audience about that whole experience?
0: Sure, sure. I mean, uh, b- before this point, I was doing a lot of uh, artwork where I was doing markings onto my own body using henna, um, sort of a temporary tattoo, and and so I was interested in this idea of looking at identity by looking uh, by the something happening on the surface of your skin. You know, it's how we judge each other. Right. Um, so so I wanted to go a bit further with that and and look at my facial hair growth I guess or my uh, so I was interested in this idea of trying to look like my dad when he first emigrated to the UK um and this kind of look in the late 60s early 70s that Indian men would have with this kind of big side parting hair and this big and this kind of bushy musta- mustache mustache <laughs> um so so what I did is is shaved off all my hair on my head and clean shaved all my face and then I I did like, you know, I took a picture every day uh, of the of the growth uh, over about, I think it was about three months, four months, something. Um, and uh, yeah, and this kind of made a slow moving video work where you sort of see the hair growing slowly on my face and, and sort of see this transformation, I guess. Um, but it was, you know, it became this kind of situation where I kind of planned in my head how long the hair would take to grow and how long the mustache would take to grow i kind of misjudged it and um and the mustache just got really way too big Mm -hmm. and uh you know became this ridiculous thing uh where it looked you know cartoon mexican or kind of something that was kind of hyper what i was trying to do so it sort of you know grows into this indian thing and then turns into a caricature of something else and and so, yeah, it was this really interesting, uh, you know, the end product, I guess, was was this video you see of this hair slowly growing on this man's face, which is my face. Uh-huh. But the process of it was really interesting because, you know, I, I, did, I wasn't growing this hair in India, I was growing it in Nottingham in the UK where I was living. Um, and the response to me when, you know, I'd be out in the streets or doing grocery shopping or whatever was really strange. You know, when I had this mustache and side parting, and and I was actually wearing this shirt that's in the picture, which is, you know, the idea was the the piece was called "Fresh on the Boat," like this this idea of being fresh off the boat into right. you know into the UK, and and so and the response to me was really kind of uh, really bizarre. You know, I would get a lot of stares and uh, people looking at me as if I was kind of from another planet, almost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or, and then the op, and then the opposite. When I would be in Indian shops in the UK, yeah. and certainly I was able to get discounts. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember chuckling like that. <laughs> you know, kind of this. So it's a really bizarre thing, and it's just hair, isn't it? You yeah, know, yeah. it's just kind of a couple of months of hair growth how it can massively transform. So I guess I was interested in how bigger part of. I guess it's part of the wider story of how much our faces and. You know appearances say about us even not thinking about the body, just the face alone.
1: Yeah, no, I mean it's fascinating because then you and you, you the translator in your TED talk, start doing the piece where you're like, "Andale, andale, 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 (laughs) (laughs) andale," because they thought they thought you were, you know, you said you're a caricature of of a Mexican person, so you start something to look like an Indian, and then at some point you, you look pseudo Mexican. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. I yeah. guess, and then yeah. you're still getting Indian discounts, but yeah. it was not, it was something else. So it's it yeah, crazy. It's
0: a, it a really bizarre, bizarre kind of uh, thing. And I guess it's kind of. You know, partly the the point of the exercise, in yeah. a way. You know, yeah, it's not like I was expecting to suddenly become Indian, but i you know, it's kind of a interesting thing to do in terms of how 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 people respond to you so differently.
1: Crazy, yeah. And, and then this this is great because it it, it speaks to who you are, and you are an artist at at, at the core <laughs> of who you are. And I, you know, I see a lot of the experiments you do, and there are many influences your work. So, can you talk about how you just fell into art? and sure i mean um well i guess it was
0: along the traditional route really um in in that i uh you know i'd always been good at at drawing i guess from a very young age um you know i was always kind of the best in the class drawing and copying stuff and whatever so you know that's as a kid it's one of it's it's the thing that would make make me feel special i guess Mm. Uh, i would enjoy it so this kind of carried on through and and then um when I got kind of when I was kind of sixteen, seventeen, the things we do at art school were—I mean, school were doing oil paintings and sort of extending that skill further. Um, you know, make making oil paintings that look like photographs. You know, that was the kind of thing we were doing back at school, and um, and then after that, I guess I took the traditional routes uh, into arts education. So in the UK, that's a year foundation course and then a three-year degree course. Um, and then through those processes, you know, art became art changed for me in a way that you know, in addition to being an enjoyable craft, it, it became a place to think um, and a place to question myself and yeah. to question the world, and and that suddenly became really exciting. So you know, after I finished my degree, you know, I, I couldn't I couldn't imagine doing anything else basically yeah uh, I, I just I just had to do it and, and that's what I've been doing since
1: so, so what was that first art experience like for you where you, you showcased your work
0: my first exhibition it, yeah. it was
1: uh it was it was really
0: exciting you know it was kind of uh yeah it was one of those can't believe it kind of moments where you, this, you sort of sort of think uh you know I, I've just done some stuff I had some ideas in my head and made some stuff and now it's on a wall in a gallery and people are coming looking at it <laughs> it's like wow yeah.
1: yeah that's good that's good you, you know this might be a point in the, in the interview where you and i have a difference of opinion because you know I'm a, yeah. I'm a i'm a superman person just to let I you know right. but right, right. but I, I know you and my youngest brother tend to have this fascination with mr spider-man peter parker so yeah. can, you <laughs> can you talk yeah. about the importance of Peter Parker and obviously the, uh, the late uh, Bruce Lee? Because I, yeah. I, you do a, a sick, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just letting you know, I'm going to ask you to do that wa- <laughs> wa- water thin um, like in a few minutes. But I, I, right. I, I love the fact that you said Spider-Man and, and Bruce Lee influence, you know, maybe some of your earlier work. I don't know if they still do now. And can you talk about how that just happened with your exhibitions and every other thing?
0: yeah I mean I guess the, the the reason for Peter Parker Spider-Man being such an influence I guess is because you know I was a real nerdy kid mm-hmm. um, and, and so the the reason I felt like you know uh, as well as you know don't get me wrong I did and still do love the, the Supermans and the Batmans and all of those uh, but the reason that uh, Peter Parker particularly spoke to me and the reason I felt Marvel got it so right on that one was I felt it was one of the first times that the the comic book person uh, really reflected who the reader was. Yeah. You know, we're, we're kind of nerds reading comics, can't get girlfriends and um, <laughs> kind of, uh, you know, scared to talk to girls and kind of, you know, in, into photography and science and, and this sort of stuff. So it felt like someone that you could, I could really relate to, a kid that gets bullied, He wore glasses, skinny guy, didn't have a good physique and, mm. uh, you know, pining after the, this girl unrequited love. And, and so it felt like you know oh wow that's you know i'm sure this would be purposeful from from the creators but you know wow that that's me that could be me you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it's that and 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 in a way bruce lee was a similar sort of thing although he wasn't nerdy he was kind of an unconventional uh hero you know he's, he is this skinny little guy uh, and yet he was kind of you know this stylish kick-ass guy who was able to you know beat up all the baddies and Um, do it with flair and you know so it's kind of partly in this area of wish fulfillment if you like wanting to be those guys Uh, and and then in terms of my artwork uh, it was much later and only in the last few years that they've made their way into the work because before that I guess it it felt like a, a journey I needed to go on in terms of giving myself permission to allow those things into my work Because you know, in the art world, in in some ways, you know, uh, pop culture and all those things can be frowned upon in in art. You know, then you know, not highbrow enough or um, not serious enough or or whatever. Hmm. And you know, you sort of let yourself think that as an artist. But then, I guess as it got as things went further on, and I became much more confident in, in my voice as an artist and what's important to me um those things naturally found their way in there because um you know aside from all the the fun and the obsessions and all those things in the life that have been in my life to do with them um they're an important part of the the content of my work to do with to do with uh, identity and being and, and and humanity i guess
1: no absolutely and i love what you said about superheroes because people have often asked me why the superman story and mine is not the same Typical, right. a typical answer, but like you, I know yeah. you know I wasn't the bulging guy with a chiseled jaw or something with that w- when I was growing up. But I identified with the fact that this guy was an alien and he was a nom- yeah. essentially was a nomad, and I was I, you know, I was this kid that kept traveling, and I, I, I just like you know there's this guy that that finds himself in a different environment and he has to fit in uh, because he's not home anymore, and he has to figure out different ways, and then he has that dual identity where one side of him is is you know it's Clark Kent the other is Superman and I was thinking to myself one side of me is is this country and it's that country and you know I just sort of crafted the story around myself and I created yeah. I, I created it around that and I was like wow this is this is I, you know I really relate and I don't share that story often enough because you know you say Superman's a favorite hero right? like people are like oh typical cliche superman everybody yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so I don't even need but I'm like but uh, that's exactly I, you you know you for me I guess I guess that's one of the reasons I resonate with, and then sure. yeah, and then you go back, you look at the backstories, you know, Jew, you know, Jews, Jewish Im- immigrants, uh, parents, or people of Jewish immigrants' parents. They wanted to create somewhere where they they felt they could, you know, they could connect with something, and and it's crazy. I, I think a lot of superheroes, um, like X Men, for example, you know, where they cast uh-huh. a bunch of mixed... yeah, it, it's crazy, right? I, I think it's it's so. I'm, I can. This is where I can get into a bit of a nerd, but I I think a lot of the origin stories are exactly what we're talking about. Where you have a bunch of people, maybe Marvel might do it. I don't know who does it better, but it's a bunch of, you know, X Men is is such a story that a lot of immigrants can relate to as well. It's just a bunch of people, just
0: totally. I think that this is why I'm so excited and so happy that stuff like the x men is in just um is in the wide popular culture realm now like it's you know for you know anyone who's seen the movies or and particularly if you're from a immigrant background or a minority background you realize it's just um th- those movies and those characters and those kind of coming of age stories are just uh completely about otherness and kind of being um, an outsider or a minority or a different race or a different language or you know something different. It's kind of It's it's just completely about that And it's kind of amazing that those that that store that those stories are exist in such a wide mainstream place It's I think it's great.
1: Yeah, no, I absolutely agree now We were talking about imitation early and Bruce Lee has very very famous 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 Yeah cool. <laughs> cause cool. you know it's be like water and i believe you've done an exhibition called be like water i think right that's right that's I, right what, how does it sound I don't, I, don't, I don't know what how does bruce lee do that i can't <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs>
0: you, you, you'll have to forgive me if i get this wrong because i've not done it in a long time but uh-huh. I'll, I'll give it a go <laughs> so empty your mind be formless shapeless like water you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. Put in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Be water, my friend. I think it's something like that.
1: Oh, that it's amazing. I'm so <laughs> I so amazing. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's, I, I liked your story about why you know, Bruce Lee was someone you know, unconventional. The mission statement of... My media companies use your difference to make a difference. You know, when I
0: yeah yeah great.
1: I really started to embrace that difference in being there and being that unconventional, and I thought that that was fascinating. Um, but you know, thank you for doing that. We've got a couple more questions before we gotta sure, let man. you go back to jet setting. <laughs> but, sure, sure. <laughs> but um, with 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 the world right now, where yeah. where we you know I'm, I'm a millennial, and you know they say we're the most diverse generation. Um, right. They say we're in a digital world. They say we're, yeah. you know, now global interaction makes more sense. But then you see a lot of what's happened, unfortunately, in last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and it stems from people being different. Whether it's like you, you don't have this religion or you don't have this cultural background, you're not, you know, you're superior, inferior. How do you yeah. feel? Like this is one of the reasons I love. I, I really want to embrace communicating across cultures, and I want to educate others to do that. That's why I do the podcast and produce the content. Yeah. How do you feel like we can get to a better society by, you know, getting past using stereotypes to profile, or getting past the stories to getting past the idea of telling other people's stories for them because of how they look like? What's your opinion?
0: Gosh, yeah, it's huge. Um, I don't know. I mean. I think it's... It's a tough question. I don't know the answer myself, so I'm just curious yeah, have an opinion. I, I guess it's about putting positivity out there. I mean, that sounds like a very hippie sort of answer, but I guess I mean like, um, you know, sharing our differences or, or being open to it uh, or finding ways to uh, open the conversation of our differences with others, I guess. Um, like, you know, in, in a way, this is, uh, you know, this is essentially why I make art um you know it's, it's 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 politically for this reason you know i'm kind of i'm it's it's a way to make try to make myself free in a way uh from from stereotypes from being boxed in and 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 I guess what I mean by that is not just unsack, unshackling myself from um, boxes I get put in, but you know I, I really do prescribe to the notion out there that you know I'm not free until we're all equally free, mm. and you know in terms and and I feel like uh, the action that we can kind of put out there is 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 sharing, I guess, uh, sharing of ourselves and, and, and whatever that means. Um, but, but not, but not forcing. I guess you know, I guess kind of opening things out and inviting people in, r- rather than preaching or forcing it anything in any way.
1: That's, that's that's fascinating to me. So your artwork allows you to express yourself and free yourself. Um, is that it's, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I feel like it works towards that. So you know, this idea of making my identity more slippy, you know, changing what uh offering something different to what you might expect from what i look like or where i'm from um yes that's a way to unshackle myself as well unshackle myself but i guess it's it's a it's an offering as well for you know anyone who engages with that to unshackle themselves as well yeah uh, and, and it's not um it's not in any way my trying to Um, say I know better you know Mm -hmm. you should do this it's 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 trying to be It's trying to do work on myself as well you know the more work I make myself about upturning what my identity is it it will help me to also not have to have less judgment and uh, all of that you know kind of maybe I will be open to, to seeing your uh, Skype image on here that I'm looking at and, and not think that's an African-American. <laughs> and th- this guy could be from uh, Nigeria, yeah. you know, kind yeah.
1: of, uh, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I, the audience, I can't tell you enough, I can't tell you enough, if you haven't seen his TED Talk, you know, you know, Homa, you have to listen to it. Because even someone like me, who, like, I, I, you know, I always say, you know, I'm, I pride myself in being an international person. Yeah. I, 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 I did exactly what you intended to do. I was like, okay, we have got a Chinese and an Indian. Something's going to yeah. be in that, and I, it, I love the fact that you know it arrested me in a way. Yeah. And, I, and I checked myself, and I was like, because you weren't being overt about it, but I knew yeah. I got the point of what you were saying, and I was like, he's in his art to just subtly tell me this message, and I was like, I do this myself, and I, I I'm, all, I'm saying, I'm teaching other people not to do it. But here I was I just made that I just made that assumption yes
0: I mean, you know I, I would have made the same assumption, yeah, you know, even though I made that thing and and I guess it's not you know it's partly about trying to free ourselves from assumptions, but partly it's about kind of I can't remember what advert it's from where the, the slogan is together not the same yes. and uh, um, and, I, and I really and I really like that I guess it's kind of a I guess um, the, the thing that I'm interested in promoting as lots of people are doing as well including yourself is that it's not about trying to be the, the same as a, a different culture or 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 kind of doing things this in the same way it's it's respecting each other's stuff it's kind of yeah you know that that we can still be open to it but still encourage difference i guess
1: i think it's i think it's using your difference to make a difference i heard that somewhere before i don't know where <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but um <laughs> Uh, I, I like it. You strive for authenticity in, in your art, um, but yeah. And, and where, where can this is the last couple of questions? Where can we find you to see more of your stuff? And what's what's new for you?
0: Yeah, well, um, you can check my website, which is just hetainpatel.com. dot um, I'm on Twitter, which I, you know I'm not so great at, but um, the, the most up to date stuff for me is, is probably just on my Facebook page, um, which is which is very open. Um, just so hook up to me on Facebook uh, and that's nice and easy Uh, and next kind of um, I'm working on some live performances uh, uh, for next year uh, which is a sequel to a live performance I made this year called American Boy and uh, which is kind of a a live show made of film quotes Um, and then um, I'm working on uh, some new, new films new film installations over the next couple of years which will eventually lead to my first feature film Oh, uh, which which I'm going to wait, which I'm, which I'm really excited about. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of making live performance and films, and I guess I'm interested. You know, as with through our conversation, of kind of, uh, you know, spreading the message out and wide. You know,
1: that's uh, that's amazing. I, I now I can't wait. I got to see some of your shows. I, I don't know if you're ever coming out to New York, but the films you said that's that's interesting. I, I would I'd definitely be one of the people in line watching that because I would love to see your adaptation. Yeah, yeah, yeah no,
0: it's definitely it's something I'm excited about. You know, just kind of, I, I, like with the TED Talk, I'm interested in reaching audiences that are not necessarily art-going audiences, you know, that might not come into a gallery or go theatre. And so, mm. you know, TED Talk you can see online and films. I'd love to kind of, kind of tap into an audience that come to see films. So, you know, I'm interested in that as well. Gotcha. So, yeah, let's, let's see.
1: <laughs> oh, by the way, there's only one right answer to this question. So there's no pressure, but uh right. are you <laughs> a, are, are you a Bolton or Manchester United fan? Or
0: oh, oh. oh man, there's no there's no uh, my, my dad would kick my ass if I did not say Bolton one. Day. What? Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh
0: man, you're, you're I mean, Bolton Okay. Uh, Yeah, this you know, my my dad's a big Bolton fan, uh, but uh, but then as soon as you get into Manchester, you know, you get into trouble whether you're a United or a City fan as well. So there's all sorts of football politics there.
1: Okay. Well, in case you couldn't tell, I'm a huge Manchester United fan. You know, I've been since <laughs> yeah. yeah since the days of Dwight York and Andy Cole and David Beckham, and when they're all you know Nikki. but all these, all these people, all right, fine, fine, whatever. All right yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, it's been a pleasure to talk to you, sir. Uh, one uh, the way I close usually is asking the audience, uh, our guest, the amazing guests, how they use their difference to make a difference. So sir, how do, how do you use your difference to make a difference?
0: Wow. Um, well, I'm just going to keep making art and keep putting it out
1: there, and, and uh, I'll keep an optimistic view that people will uh, engage with me. Right, right, right. And and a lot of what you've said throughout the conversation is, is has been that, and, and I've been fascinated. And thank you for for taking the time to talk. I know it's we were trying to do a lot of times, especially with time zones. But um, I really appreciate really? you taking the time in between your travels. It's I've enjoyed the conversation, and I'm sure others will. And I, you know please let us know whenever you have more stuff and we'll definitely promote it for sure.
0: Likewise. Thanks so much, Tyler. It was great talking to you. Likewise. It's been a pleasure. You've just been listening to the Ask Tall by Nomads podcast. For more ways to use your difference to make a difference, as well as for show notes,
1: head over to www.uidmag.com. Till next time, go out and make an impact in your world.